What's the definition of the word concelebrate? Sorry, what word was that? What's the definition of the word concelebrate? Here's something I found on the web. According to thoughtco.com, it seems that most everyone agrees on the definition of this word, even Urban Dictionary, which defines it as to be tricked or cheated. Did that answer your question? No. What's the definition of the word con-celebration? Goodness. Alexa, what's the definition of the word con-celebration? Con-celebration is usually defined as the celebration of a Eucharist or Mass by two or more members of the clergy. There you go. <laughs> so, we're reading from... Uh, Thomas Merton, June 9, 1966, Corpus Christi, in the Journals of Thomas Merton. And we're con-celebrating the fact that now people can, ten, up to ten people can now celebrate together in New York. Of course, that means to celebrate together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We can celebrate together the fact that we can celebrate together with up to ten people. Con celebration early. Hmm. I stood there among all the others, soberly aware of myself as a priest who has a woman. <laughs> True. We have done nothing drastically wrong. Though in the eyes of many our lovemaking is still wrong. Now we were picking up, remember, um, Thomas Merton in the prior reading had, had us, Bennett was out with, his, with seeing M on Saturday. He says, anyway, I'm seeing M Saturday again in Louisville. <laughs> so he's got his nurse girlfriend. <laughs> I forgot the coffee. <clears throat> And he says, I stood there among all of the others, soberly aware of myself as a priest who has a woman. True, we have done nothing drastically wrong, though in the eyes of many our lovemaking is still wrong, even though it stops short of complete sex. <laughs> Before God, I think we have been conscientious and have kept our love good, yet it is reasonable for me to be writing her love yet is it reasonable for me to be writing her love poems even a song what is he writing a song now god hmm 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 Do you think it's reasonable for me as an advanced mystic poet to have written you love poems? Uh -huh. Is that reasonable? Yet, is it reasonable for me to be writing her love poems? Do you think? Was it with reason for me to have written you love poems? Uh -huh. Nothing makes sense. Hmm. Why should I worry about that? All right. June 12, 1966. Yesterday, I had to go to Louisville for a bursitis shot in the elbow. M and I had arranged with Jim Weigel that we would borrow his office and get together there, which we did with a bottle of champagne. I can't believe this. And he still only meets uh, his girlfriend. He's not having sex, he says, and he's but he's still having a bottle of champagne. <laughs> uh, that's pretty romantic, I'd say. And he's eating it also. What? He's what? He's not vegetarian. He's not vegetarian. He's drinking champagne. So. Do you think if he cuts out being vegetarian, if he cuts out the meat and cuts out the alcohol, he can then have sex? 
Or should he have sex, not have sex and then drink alcohol and eat meat? Mm, or should balance. he cut them all out? <laughs> balance out the sin? Can he balance his, Can sin be balanced? <clears throat> can you isolate your sins to a few? Or you can reduce the number of sins? Remember how Winston Churchill said, I, uh, I... He he maintained at least one bad habit, like he smoked his cigars or something. Well, you can maintain one bad habit. At least all your others, all your virtues become go bad. If you have no bad habit, then you might turn turn to all of them. <laughs> so I think I may just maintain smoking cigars. No, no. Like Winston Churchill. <laughs> Uh, or we could have maintain chocolate, let's say, or uh, eating chocolate, or maybe drinking coffee. Or we did that already. We've done it. We did that. We came there, saw that, and conquered. We conquered chocolate, in a way. What about our non-alcoholic beers? Are they acceptable? I'm to the Pope. Should we write to the Pope? I don't care. You don't care what he thinks. <laughs> we will borrow his office and get together there, which we did with a bottle of champagne. When I got home, I called her, and we were talking again foolishly of possibilities, living together. My leaving here, marrying her. Do you think she's still alive? We should go meet her and interview her. But it is all preposterous. Society has no place for us. And I haven't the gall it takes to fight the whole world. Particularly when I don't really want married life anyway. I want the life I have owed. <laughs> Well, why doesn't he just remain a monk and then he can go be friends with her? <laughs> well, he's, he's messed up. Emotionally. He's messed up. He doesn't know what he wants. He thinks he wants God. Well. But he can uh, hurt a woman like that. Hurt a woman by leading her on? Yeah, certainly. It's hard to say who leads He's who lying. on now. He's lying. He's but they enjoy, they enjoy each other's company at the moment. Okay, but uh, they're she, following their bliss. But she goes for uh, something that will have a future in a way. Some he didn't hide the fact. That will, uh, he didn't have sex with her. He didn't hide the fact that he's a monk. Um, um, uh, sex is not a connection, emotional connection. He's hard to hide <clears throat> is the emotional connection. He has an emotional connection. Yeah, and, and she had it. She, she, he shouldn't go so far into that. And he knew. He knew he didn't want that. So, so this is what we put in, in our biography class. Like we're asking the students, what should he do? <laughs> what should he do? Unless They're supposed he, to answer. From the beginning, she accepts. Hmm. Is he gonna? Be a priest or get married, huh? Hmm. Two choices in life. Either get married or become a priest uh -huh. or a monk. Hmm. There's only two choices. Why can't you be a married monk? Hmm. 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 When I got home, I called her, and we were talking again foolishly of possibilities. Living together, my leaving here, marrying her, etc. But it is all prosperous society has no place for us, and I haven't the gall it takes to fight the whole world. Particularly when I don't really want married life anyways, I want the life I avowed. <laughs> you remember he, he says he likes solitude. 
and he prefers to be in the woods by himself. Yeah, but he prefers to be with them also. But remember in Maneri, he said, if you're alone, the devil may come out for you. When we're talking about seclusion and solitude and separation from people by in Maneri, in the hundred letters of Seraphud and Maneri, the devil comes out to visit people alone. <laughs> this morning I woke up after a night of light and fitful sleep, <laughs> without self-hate or undue guilt, but with the realization that something has to be done. We can't go on like this. I can't leave her. I have to try to live the life I have chosen. Yet I love her. She's in love. <laughs> How could you turn away from Why do you have to reject love? I don't get it. Why are you, why are you for rejecting love? What kind of situations where you have to make a choice. What kind of woman are you? <laughs> Why do you ta ask, advise him to reject love? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll have to keep reading. That's why we read it. <laughs> if I don't learn from other people's mistakes, there's a possibility I'll repeat them. So if I read like a thousand autobiographies and learn from their experience and learn from their mistakes and learn them just theoretically, just through intellectually reading them and using the abstract reasoning through my intellect, I can reason through and experience other people's lives. So in effect, I could live a thousand lives and uh, maybe learn from their mistakes. <laughs> If I read autobiographies or journals or biographies, provided they're of good character and people respectable. June 7, 14, 1966. Yesterday, the abbot came home. Last night, I went down to the steel building to call M. Brother Clement to call him. Brother Clement was there and said that Brother G in the gatehouse had listened in on one of my many calls to him. Uh-oh. Now Brother G. <laughs> See, like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't list the full name of the pea parties. He doesn't want to embarrass, like, he doesn't even list M's name, his girlfriend. I went down to the steel building to call M. Brother Clement was there and said that Brother G in the gatehouse had listened in on one of my many calls to M. Thursday night, Sunday morning, the worst. They're the worst calls. And had reported the matter to Dom James. I don't know how much he knows, but I know... He is mad and is waiting to give me the devil about it, which is only natural. I have to face the fact that I have been wrong and foolish in all this. Much as I love him, I should never have let myself be carried away to become so utterly imprudent. But I suppose uh, you would think somebody of his stature and intellect and author and everything. But had more control. In age, he's not, um, hmm. he's not uh, 18 or 25. Well, think of the, think of the, uh, the weakness of men. Uh, he's 15. In he's the grips 15. of women, I see. Uh -huh. No, in the grips of their mind, sick mind. Uh -huh. That's <laughs> why if I read not, well over 10,000 autobiographies if about... men allow themselves to be, you know... Improper uh, with a lot of things. It's only women they judge where they become improper. If I read 10,000 biographies about how women, men deal with their wives, and there's a chance that I'll learn, that I'll know, without having to go through it, what to do. Mm -hmm. You learn from your own, only. 
<laughs> but I studied Zen, and they said there's uh, virtually no solution to sex, and uh, you can't intellectualize or analyze or understand women at all. And they, the Zen masters just recommend meditation. Mm-hmm. So if I just take up meditation, I may solve the problem, but I can't think my way through it. But I suppose that I knew my time was limited and she loved me so much that I wanted to respond all I could. Oh, now it's because she loved him so much. She loved him. It's because she wanted it so much. Because she did, but Because anybody, let's say, pick up another woman who wants so much, would he do the same thing? Would he fall in love? Would he go for it? Where are you coming from? What if you were that woman in love with him? Why wouldn't you be in love with him? He's probably quite attractive. I'm not saying, but he, he doesn't, he didn't do it because of her. He did it because she felt those feelings. He's in love with her, apparently. So it is his, uh, everything is his doing. His doing? Yeah. Well, they're mutual, I, pro- I suppose. It doesn't work one way. Well, sometimes mm. it works even one way. You're in love with somebody who's not mm. in love with you. Oh, yeah, well, that's not very reasonable, is it? <laughs> so nothing is reasonable in love. Nothing is reasonable in love. Mm-hmm. No. Well, that's why we study history, so we learn from his mistakes. Uh If I could learn in advance uh, from a book. Uh Well, it is clearly over now. I called her once more. She was desolate, and so was I. She said, I had the most terrible feeling something was wrong when I was waiting for you to call. Will you ever, will we ever see each other again? What will I do without you? How unfair it is, even inhuman. It's inhuman in a way. How could the church be so inhuman, dear? What God wants that? How could the church be so inhuman? That's the church. God. They have those rules. Rules. The man should know, he should know, he's more man than he thought he is. Mm. More going by the human rules, not by the church rules. Mm. Mm. They put themselves in such a conflict, conflicting situation and then it tears mm. them apart in a way. Mm. And we put ourselves, let's say, in conflicting situations. Mm. Well, are you saying you shouldn't have, ever have a conflicting situation? Uh, if we mm. can avoid it, it's better to avoid it. Mm. Any conflicting situation is bad. Maybe you're suited for being a hermit. <laughs> and you could be in the hermitage. Or not. Not, not necessarily. I've been in a conflicting situation, so I know. Uh-huh. I was, so you can I give me up. I was able to move left or right. Yeah. So you're able to give me up and don't care about love. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but we have both anticipated this. However, the results may be very bad if they reported, reported some of our frankish, frankest conversations. God knows what the abbot knows. So I will soon find out, I imagine. This is terrible. can't believe we're reading this. And what will all the monks talk about? I can't. Some news. We didn't know this was in the journals. Mm-hmm. Probably they don't discuss it among them. They probably t- stay with the top. Stay with the what? They probably don't discuss it among the monks. It doesn't become like, uh, uh, how do you call it, uh, gossiping thing. Dear, you know, maybe gossiping. these kind of issues should be faced and not buried and hidden. And if. Uh, if these monks have these uh, problems. <laughs> huh. Well, hmm. everybody's falling in love. You could have a special monetary monastery next door where you have monks with girlfriends. <laughs> you could have a special one where you can be a monk and still have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. 
Then I would say, monastery monks with girlfriends. Uh-huh. And say you could just say we addressed the issue which we encountered in Thomas Merton that he wanted to have a girlfriend, but then they didn't want. They frowned upon it. So we formed a monastery where you could be a monk and meditate, and you could still have a girlfriend, and it wouldn't be frowned upon. You see. <laughs> and you can go out when you like to get uh, <laughs> you can go out to Louisville like we'll say well that's disgusting so, some it should be not forever the vow should be not forever Just, you could uh, fall into it's uh, like sin. a marriage uh, bomb, bomb. Mm. can break uh, it should also be able, they should also be able to break it after a while because how do they know at the beginning that when they take a vow that They'll be able to last for Would that be like Rajneesh or Osho? Osho they and should live it like that. Huh? Would that make... And, uh, that would be fall and, into... And, and see, mm. year by year, day mm. by day, how they're doing. Yeah. Take a spoon. We well... Uh, so we have a proposal. I'd like to take some of this also. Well, the people who just visit there... We're allowed to do that anyways. You could probably, we can probably go visit the monastery as a couple, as visitors, as laymen. We'd say we're just lay practitioners, let's say. You could remain a lay practitioner. You're not going to be practitioner. And I'm here. Just a tourist. I'm not a monk. I'm a lay practitioner with a girlfriend. Ha, 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 ha. A visitor. I say, I am what I am. Uh-huh. Don't be so proud of what you have. I'd say, there's no secret of what I am. <laughs> right? And I could say, being a lay practitioner with a girlfriend is a lot better than being a monk. <laughs> then we could have an argument and a debate. <laughs> we, could have a, we could set up a debate at Gethsemane. <laughs> or I debate all the monks at once. <laughs> We could have, what do they call that, a stress interview? Where like, what to say, it's going to be ultra stressful where I attempt to debate all hundred monks. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I bring the Russian guy along, some help. The one side maybe it's a solution Mm. to reducing the population, the more Mm. monks there are, Women mm. in monasteries. Women, <laughs> we could yes. bring more women to the monastery and make them monks. Uh-huh. No, the thing is that if they just they had women, women monks, monks they had nuns. women monks. They're nuns. They could have nuns and monks mixing. No, um, no <laughs> I said the opposite. I said uh, the, the none. If the population increases, they have less population in, in uh, Earth population in a way because they're not going to have children. <clears throat> I think I should go. I go, should go to the Vatican and debate with the Pope himself. <laughs> but we have both anticipated this. However, the results may we could do it in hindsight, like try to defend Merton, post humorous, humorous, humorously. What will I do without? But but we have both anticipated it. However, the result may be very bad if they reported some of our Frankish conversations. God knows what the abbot knows. I should soon, will soon find out. I imagine. In any case, from what I have been through since Saturday, I certainly realize the real spiritual danger I have got into. Do you think uh, that sex is a real spiritual danger? No. Things have really got close to going wrong, and it is providential that everything has been no, blocked at the moment. But to be hmm. judged uh, from hmm. so many higher uh, statues hmm. monks, uh, hmm. and, uh, to well, be judged so severely, that's not easy. <laughs> Perhaps it is saving me from a real wreck. Jim Wagill on the phone Saturday was saying, quote, Be careful you don't destroy yourself. Be careful you don't destroy yourself. 
Well, yeah, well, you know, actually love is uh, not, is just not permanent. Human love isn't. What's the average time frame of a romantic love? Six months? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Be careful you don't destroy yourself. He is perhaps more right than I thought at the time. Hope I can see him about it. Decided the best thing was to own up and face Dom James about the phone calls only before he summoned me in, so I did. He was kind and tried to be understanding to some extent. His only solution was, of course, a complete break. Wanted to write him himself, but I refused. That would be disastrous, and he does not know who she is, and I don't think he needs to know. He was hinting around about how lonely I have been in the Hermitage, how I ought to come down and sleep in the infirmary, etc., but I refused. The only concrete solution we arrived at was that I should go back to ecumenical work in the retreat house as a cure for loneliness. <laughs> See, now the, the, the abbot's accusing him of being lonely in the Hermitage. They'll have him come back to the monastery, yeah, so they, which he they, doesn't want. They think if he's with a group, uh, he'd feel more like them. I suppose some constructive contacts with others would be a good thing. Obviously, though, he thinks the hermitage has been too much for me and has made me too vulnerable. He did, however, welcome the idea of my talking to the ecumenical groups. Protestants and Buddhists. <laughs> well, at least they interact with Protestants and Buddhists as Catholics, right? Mm -hmm. Aquamenical groups. Uh -huh. I am going to write maybe a new book now in a new way, in a new language too. What have I to do with all that has died? All that belonged to a false life. What I remember most is me and am hugging each other close for hours and long kisses and saying, thank God this at least is real. Wow. He has hugs and kisses. Mm -hmm. Hugs and kisses. So you are for hugs and kisses as a woman. Huh? <laughs> Hugs and kisses. How could you take those away? But under coronavirus now, we can't have hugs and kisses. We have to have social distancing of six feet. So there's no hugs and kisses allowed between men and women, or anyone. You should make your hands longer. Or between father and son, and mother and daughters, and all family members. You can't kiss your grandmother. You can't kiss your grandfather. You can't even get near to your, to your mother. <laughs> right? No hugs and kisses at, uh, between anybody. <laughs> wow. So he's lucky that he had hugs and kisses. <laughs> right? He got today. Do you think a Catholic should hug and kiss a Protestant? <laughs> Would you kiss me if, even if you knew I was a Protestant? Oh, everybody is a Protestant. Uh -huh, everyone now, in effect, everyone in a capitalist country is a Protestant in reality. Right? Yeah. Are we in, in effect well, Protestants? Nobody knows what they are anyway. Mm. Do the Protestants know much about what it is to be a Protestant? No. They don't know. So. No one knows. Basically, you don't know what it is to be a Greek Orthodox. Nobody knows what it is to be what it is. I don't know what a Protestant is. I don't even know what a Methodist is. Oh, I went to some church in England where, the, where Wesley used to play the organ. John Wesley. People know very little how to be I Christian. played the organ in which John Wesley used to play. Mm -hmm. So I feel I know what a Protestant is because through, through playing John Wesley's organ. Yeah, really, that's the... I can argue I, I understand Methodism. 
Oh, I know. Yeah. I would argue that through music I do know. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. You can finish it and take some, mm. some marmalade so you can swallow it. I don't know how it doesn't stick mm. in your throat. We come to June 25th, 1919. This guy only has two years to live. To live. Oh, God, that's what killed him then. Eh? Maybe love killed him. Uh -huh. You think? Or does love keep you alive or kill you? Or lack of love killed him? His fact that he didn't marry her, who she was a nurse, it killed him. They killed him. Do you think the church killed him? If he had married her and she was a nurse, he would have lived longer and wrote more books and we would have been all the better for it. Yeah, the church killed him. Maybe he would have some beautiful things to say about life together. I know. Give some, some tips to people who struggle. Hmm. During, okay, June 25th, 1966. Dream. Another girl. Wow, he had a dream of another girl. I am supposed to date her soon, but now she is in the hospital. I am talking to... This is a dream. I am supposed to date her soon, but now she is in the hospital. I am talking to her mother, a heavy mother, battle axe type. You know what a battle axe type it mother is? is? Uh, yeah. uh, no, but What's a battle axe mother? I don't know the word. But it seems he's, uh, it's a dream of betrayal, you know, because he's betraying her. He's, he's, he's leaving her for the church. Oh. So his dream is... Uh, you wonder if the battle axe so, mo mother is the church. So he goes with another mother, another, uh, the church is another woman in a way. This is a, this, uh, first of all, this is a dream. So dream says, another girl, I am supposed to date her soon, but now she is in the hospital. I am talking to her mother, a heavy mother, battle axe type, not interested in any of them much. You see, like the mother church, in a way, she sees, and she's at the hospital now because it is, the condition is a little bit uh, sick, in a way, a little bit ill the situation. It's interesting how he, the dream is uh, bringing, mm. personifying everything. But then someone suggests we go and see this girl in the hospital, and I feel an inner awakening of interest and love, and know that briefly seeing her will awaken in us both a deeper rapport. I then wake up thinking, but this is another, not M, and go back to thinking consciously of M with a little guilt. Is it another? Imaginary later and after difficulty in starting. One way to overcome a, a love of a woman is to think of another. Uh -huh. of the other <laughs> is the church, you know. <laughs> but even that relationship with uh, is a little uh, a because he thinks too much of her. Remember yeah. when Max was in love with the girl and I said, well, the solution maybe should be another girl. Not always. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. I see a tangle. Uh, mm. I see a tangle of dark briars and white roses. My attention singles out one beautiful pink rose, which becomes luminous. And I am much aware of the silky texture of the petals. My mother's face appears behind the rose, which vanish. My mother's face appears behind the rose, which vanish. Yeah, because mm. now he thinks of the criticism of everybody. You know. mm. Even if they're dead, uh, they're still going to criticize him. Well, seems so you're all into, that comes into the dreams. Seems you're a, a dream interpretist in a way. Yeah, I think I can understand a lot about dreams. Also in there somewhere a student nurse who came to see me briefly in hospital one day when I was preparing to go out for a walk. I was short and rude with her. Today I go for x-rays, exactly three months since the operation,
am not supposed to see M, but I think she may come and meet me at the doctor's office, in which case I will give her Midsummer Diary, particularly practically a book. I wrote it for her this last week. Hmm. He just wrote her a book. In the woods. Midsummer Diary. Interesting. Is there such a book? She's, uh, she's dying with her, probably. You think such a book exists now? I don't know if they let it be published. Uh, they let it. Who's they? The church. They probably have the rights over his publishing. You think the church has control? Hmm. Yeah, certainly. How could you let them have control over my books? He, he is a monk. Everything he... Oh, oh. she's a big loss. Belongs to the church. Well, I'm going to go there and get it and publish it. Uh -huh. Are we going to publish it? No. Mm, if we have the debate with the monks, uh, the stress interview where they argue against me, huh? you think a hundred of them have a chance against me? Huh? They should be pumped up on... Uh, they're going to need a lot of coffee. June 1966. Selections from A Midsummer Diary for M. Or the account of how I once again became untouchable. It is impossible for me to be what I was before I met M. The old life is a habit that no longer exists, a habit of isolation, oh my God. It's a habit of worry, of intent, preoccupation with I no longer remember precisely what. A kind of poetic religiosity and an intention to be interiorly honest. Well, intention to be interiorly honest. About, above all, the insistence on being different from other people. I no longer know what these things mean or what their opposites might mean. I am not passing from this to something that stands against it. I am not going anywhere. I exist because I have the habit of existing. Perhaps I will in due time put other habits on top of this one, but they had better be more fruitful than sitting around drinking Christian Brothers brandy out of an old marmalade jar big enough to get ice cubes in and not as big as a whole glass. <laughs> Do you think the monks are sitting around drinking Christian Brothers brandy out of an old marmalade jar big enough to get ice cubes in and not as big as a whole glass? <laughs> Just sitting around. What's wrong with that? I think I would like to sit around. <laughs> Perhaps I will in due time put other habits on top of this one, but they are, had better be more fruitful than sitting around drinking Christian Brothers brandy out of an old marmalade jar big enough to get ice cubes in and not as big as a whole glass. <laughs> when we go down there, we could do that. All the love and all the death in me are at the moment wound up in Joan Baez's song, Silver Dagger. I can't get it out of my head, day or night. I am possessed with it. My whole being is saturated with it. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. He's got a song that he's listening to now. A song. <laughs> Why is he listening to this song all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Put it up here on the paper. God. You have a different keyboard or something. Why is your English keyboard different?
and me are at the moment wound up in Joan Baez's song Silver Dagger. I can't get it out of my head day or night. I am obsessed with it. My whole being is saturated with it. Uh-huh. Did you hear the words to that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Are you obsessed with any of the old songs from back when you were in love or back in... Any songs? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you remember the songs? Uh, hmm? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> June 19, 1966, Saturday, late. Uh, like you? <laughs> she looks like you. Knife. All men are false. <laughs> Another maid is loved and wrong. 
the father was like that. Eh? Probably he left, he left them. He decided to sleep alone all his life. He decided to sleep alone all his life. Don't sing love songs, you will wake my mother. Or he just had a dream about the hey everybody, stop clicking around. Mother. I'm in the woods uh, with some water going in the background near my you had a dream about the mother. <laughs> All men are false. <laughs> Do you think these are false, man? Yeah. All men are false, so therefore Thomas mm -hmm. Merton is also false. All men are false. <laughs> right? Yeah. And her father had a chain five miles long. <laughs> Each link was some woman. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's quite a father, huh? He decided to sleep alone all his life after reading his thousand autobiographies and learning from them. He decided to sleep alone all his life. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways. He <clears throat> decided to sleep alone. Well, did he decide or not? That's why we have this autobiography class where the... Students have to decide what to do. <laughs> what am I going to do? Should I go out with her or be remain a monk? Should I be a monk or get married? I still don't know. You could become a married monk. June 19, 1966, Saturday late. I went to bed like a good little monk at 8 o'clock, but could not sleep. Arm hurting, back hurting, heart empty and desolate. I lay there thinking, he needs a nice good looking nurse, I think. <laughs> he needs a good looking I think nurse. Maybe for health reasons he needs to get married. Arm hurting, back hurting, heart empty and desolate. I lay there thinking and thinking some more. Obsessed with the idea that M might conceivably find her way out here. Though she has never seen the place and could not possibly find it in the dark. <clears throat> if only there were a soft knot on the door and I opened it and it was she standing on the porch. Wow, could you imagine her going to the Hermitage? That would be a little scandalous, huh? <clears throat> he should just get his own pad in the woods. Uh, if I got my own hut in the woods. Uh, hmm. You know this song? What is it? Diamonds and Rust. Let's see. Hmm. Let's listen. We should put some uh, YouTube videos on the television and watch sometimes. So, so many songs we don't know. It's a beautiful song that we know, don't know much. I should listen to choir music. For, uh, we play this music for Merton.
We're going to pick it up, what happens next time. Huh? 